everybody. Welcome to another episode of Who Invited Her, San Diego's LGBTQ pop culture podcast. I am your host, Tony, and today's show is going to be a little different, not our normal format. Um, it's just me. Um, and we decided to do something a little different this week in response to the Black Lives Matter movement that is happening all over the country. And instead of you listening to our nonsense for an hour and uh, our opinions, which really don't matter, <laughs> we thought it'd be really important this week to put all the focus on Black Lives Matter, the movement, um, how to get involved, how to stay focused with it. So for today, we're going to give you me, I'm going to give you some information on how you can get involved if you can't go out and protest, some organizations you can donate to, um, and some more information with that. But I am going to be joined today right now from a very special guest, um, a local queen here in San Diego that we've talked about before on the podcast, and we finally have her on. <laughs> um, Strawberry Corn Cakes is going to be hosting the show with me, hanging out with me today how are you strawberry i'm good how are you good for saturday with all the craziness that's that's been going right. on how are you doing with everything i am doing good surprisingly um you know one thing that i've been kind of telling people that have been messaging me to check up on me and everything mm. like that i've been telling them like you know this is not new for me yeah you know this is not new for black people this and i, I can speak for myself you know Um, I've been in situations with police officers, you know, Mm -hmm. so this is like not new for me. Um, sadly, um, it is not that I have to like, that I already have like a coping mechanism, but so I'm good, you know, just. Yeah. And that's been, um, kind of the same feedback I've gotten from, um, other friends, other, my other black friends, they've all kind of in that same well, it's almost with any minority group. They kind of have a little yeah. bit of that. Not as much as the black community, but it's still kind of there. Like, yeah. yeah. They are again. And me, being older, I'm like, I thought we did this in 92 with with a Rod, yeah. the Rodney King rides. And I'm like, here we are again, yeah. 28, later, 28 years later. And it's so freaking frustrating and annoying. I um, Yeah. And... I think it's important what's happening right now in the country and it needs to happen. And I think from my experience and being a little older, it's nice. It's a different vibe this time. Cause when I remember in 92, when the riots happened, we didn't have social media like we do now. And I Mm -hmm. think social media helps a lot getting the word out there and all of that, that good stuff. Um, But you, how long have you been in San Diego? And because in San Diego, people that live in San Diego know you because you're a queen around town. One of the queens that works a lot in the clubs and we see you all the time. I do what I do. Yeah. And you were, you were doing the tea party with Mariam a couple times in in that. So how, how did you get started in drag and where, okay, let's start with where are you from originally? San Diego? Yes. Uh, born and raised in Logan Heights. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> yeah. I grew up in National City. We grew up down in Chula. Oh, we're neighbors. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we grew up down we there and then a little bit East County, which was like a nightmare. East County dealing with okay. all the city. Yeah. <laughs> when did I, you... I got wrecked out of uh, East County one time. You did? When I was 15, there was like a bunch of like Nazi punks, and I was like a little like a little punk growing up in my teen years. And yeah. uh, they were like, we don't like Jews, we don't like niggers. Blah, 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 blah. They like ran me. Like I ran all my friends who were like yeah. Mexican and white. Like tried to like you know back them away from me. Wow. 
I'm not surprised it's the East County. <laughs> I yeah. remember in high school with my little brother, we had gone to Parkway Plaza. And this was like, hey, I was here at Parkway right Plaza. Parkway Plaza. Yeah. And we were, um, I had to be like, I think I was in like June, a sophomore in high school. And I was with my little brother who was, I think, in sixth grade. And we were walking into the mall and there were two these white supremacist teenage kids that were older than me that were yelling at a black kid. And then they started yelling at us like spick and stuff like that. And it was like the first time I've ever heard it. And I think at the time I didn't realize what was really happening and what it meant until I was Mm -hmm. a lot older. And I was like, Jesus freaking Christ. Are you kidding me? Yeah. But it's like, it's easy to think like that. This is like, you know, racism has existed for so long and it's like you know growing up we didn't think that it was gonna happen to us or be like this and it's like you know until that experience happens to you it's like bam like here you are here we are yeah yeah definitely so how did you get into drag like how how was that introduced to you and how did you get um i well I was introduced to drag from RuPaul's Drag Race, but I never wanted to do drag, you know, at all. But um, I was a dancer in middle school and high school. Uh-huh. And then I used to teach dance at my high school for like four years after. So I, I've always been like that, like charismatic. Oh, uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. Um, and so one of my good friends, Kina, she's a plus size burlesque dancer. She performed at uh, City Royals, which is a drag show at The Rail. And me and my friend Ashley went to go see her at, uh, at that show. And during mission, they pulled, like, two random on stage. Yeah. And I was one of those random people. So it's, like, lip sync to some random song with some girl. And it turned out to be, like, one of my favorite songs. Uh, um, and I, like, got all my life, like... Because from that time, like, I hadn't, like, danced in, like, maybe three or four years. So I just got my life. I was like, oh, my God, I, I want to be on the stage again. Like, I miss it. <laughs> you got and then my bug. <laughs> I did. And so um, the next day, I messaged the show producer. I'm like, hey, like, can I, like, do Dragon, like, being your show? And she was like, who are you? And what do you look like? And I'm like, I never... I never touched makeup. I never touched a wig, nothing. So I called up my friend at the time, Adonis Illusion. I'm like, oh, he does drag. Like, I'm going to ask him. So he put me up and I do photography. So I did a little self-portrait, little send in my photos. She's like, okay, you could be in our next show. So that December 2015, I had like my debut show with City Royals and the rest was history. I literally hit the ground running. I, I was yeah. doing like two shows a month, like, you know, a lot of Imperial Court shows, a lot of charity shows, benefit shows. So for those queens talking about paying, I paid my dues like crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, I did drag for like two years, like two and a half years until it started actually like becoming a career. And I started like making money from it. Yeah. And forward, uh, you know, I'm at my like four and a half year mark now. And drag basically is like my main income now it's not like no crazy income (laughs) but it's a it it pays my pays the bills (laughs) how would you um for people who may not live in san diego know you're are familiar with your drug how would you describe your style of drag and what you do so i describe my drag as i say that i'm the plus size black barbie fashionista (laughs) 
That's what I, that, that's what I categorize it as. When I first started, it was a little bit different. I, I, I wanted to be your, uh, I called it uh, your Harajuku Banji Barbie. Mm-hmm. So I was always wearing like hot pink and like lime green and with my little braids and, you know, trying to be, but then, you know, I started to polish up a little bit and, yeah. um, you know, clean up. But <laughs> I mean, I do, I do, I like to do high energy numbers. Um, I like to do some comedy numbers. My, what people most like me for are my ballads. Um, I, I've been known to make a few people cry a little bit. <laughs> my emote but yeah oh wow that's uh, yeah that's that's pretty much sums up your drag perfectly from what i'm used <laughs> to seeing seeing you do and I've, I've known you for a while and i've even noticed like your journey through drag and like over yeah. how just it's changed and polished now and like all yeah. of that and how is it now going now that we're dealing with coronavirus and having to be stuck at home transitioning from being at the bars every night and performing and having that live audience to now going virtual how has that been for you as a drag queen well for me i am i like to connect with people Mm -hmm. you know i like to look everybody in the eye like i'm literally like You know, to everyone, you know, so to not have that, it's like, ugh. but the time that I have done, I've done a couple of, uh, I, I, I've done, I think three, three, um, virtual drag shows from my house yeah. called the Rit is due drag review. Um, because the Rit is due and, <laughs> you know, so, um, and a couple of times it was almost, it was kind of like therapeutic, you know, just like performing through the camera. I know that people were watching on the other end, but at the same time, it was just like me getting out whatever my emotion or, you know, et cetera, et cetera. But I'm low-key like, I need a bar. I need a club. I need that interaction. And so I kind of paused on, you know, doing the live stream shows. Um, But I'm ready to get back to it, especially right now with this, you know. Yeah that we're going to be producing. Yeah, and um speaking of that, you are involved with the drag show that's coming up June 26th, um yeah. Black Drag Magic, which yeah. um, tell tell our audience about that cuz it's for a good cause and it's for everything that's happening right yeah. now in America and stuff. So, um me myself and uh, a queen named Amber St. James, we uh produced the Black Black Girl Magic show, uh a couple of um months ago mm-hmm. uh with the help from rob scott and kixie you know they kind of helped us facilitate you know gave us the space uh so that we could do so and this is kind of like the same thing uh kixie reached out to myself amber st james and vivi the force and was like hey you guys um i have this etc would you guys like to and we said yes and she was like okay well do what you guys got to do, want to do, whoever you guys want to be in it, whoever you guys want to donate to. Like, I just want to kind of, you know, help you guys with the space and the, uh, cause her and her husband are very, um, yeah. knowledgeable on, you know, these virtual shows yeah. and the, all, all that stuff that I don't, <laughs> all I know is Yeah. It's all a I pain in the butt. Trust me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, she offered to, you know, like help us with that. So, 
Um, myself, Amber St. James, and Vivi the Force um, came up with some performers, and uh, we will be. Uh, they are. It is an all black um, cast. Yeah. Um, there's some. There's drag queens. Uh, there's a couple like singers. There's a couple of uh, male performers. Um, wow. Just trying to celebrate black excellence. Um, and we will be donating. We just kind of decided last night we'll be donating to the uh, San Diego LGBT Black Coalition. Nice. Um, they were a big help with us to produce the Black Girl Magic show a couple of months ago. Mm-hmm. And they also create um, safe places for Black LGBT youth and adults. Um, and they've been out every protest, you know, uh, yeah. peacefully. Um, you know, spreading the gospel, as I say. Yeah. Um, and it, it's, it's just a, a great organization that kind of like lifts up the Black people in the LGBT community. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, as a Black person, when I first started to come into the community, like I, I didn't see me, you know? And it's like, I, there were a couple of Black queens and stuff like that, but it's like, even with like a lot of these like Black, uh, I mean, a lot of these LGBT uh, publications, when you look through like SD Picks magazine or whatever magazine, there's very few, you know, people of color. Yeah. Now, mind you, um, that could just be because they're not out, you know, you know, because they don't feel, a lot of us didn't feel and don't feel, um, included and welcome mm-hmm. i know that that for some people that's kind of like harsh to hear but it's true yeah um because like when i'm like out in hillcrest before people really knew strawberry not saying that i'm like everyone knows me whatever but as you know out of drag i'm walking up and down university and it's like not that i get dirty looks but it's just like it's like whatever and i i'm one of the type of people my my, my parents taught me to always smile at someone mm-hmm. no matter what race, gender, blah, 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 smile at them. When you walk by them, if you guys make eye contact, smile. So that's what I always do. And sometimes when I do, I get like dirty looks, you know, yeah. but then at the same time when I am in drag walking up university, because sometimes I'd be clocking out of Starbucks and then I got to run for the gig <laughs> like break in there in two seconds. So I'll be in drag and they're like, yes, queen, yes, girl. Blah, 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 blah. And it's like, do I have to like become a character mm-hmm. to get respect within the community? So with the uh, black, with the San Diego LGBT Black Coalition, they just kind of create that safe and happy place for the LGBT Black youth and adults. Yeah, that's amazing. That's what it's a yeah, <laughs> it sounds like even with the cast they have with Viva and. Uh, Amber, that's going to be a good cast. And do you have other queens already lined up? Or are you still finishing up the cast? We're still working on the cast right now. But uh, so, so far we have myself, Vivi the Force, Amber St. James, Adonis Illusion, Landa Plenty, who is a... Landa Plenty used to live across the street. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Landa Plenty. Um, We're going to have Kyle, who is uh, one of the servers over at Fiesta Cantina. He's like a Broadway you know, person who's going to be oh, singing. Nice. Sean Von Carter, who is, uh, I believe he still is the reigning Southern Mr. Continental, California Continental. Um, and then uh, we just got Gigi Masters on today, who 
you know, Gigi Masters is someone that I look up to within the community. Um, she's like everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you haven't um, seen her perform live, God, she yeah. kills it. Oh my God. She's yeah. so good. Yeah. She's like, everything i she's been a judge at like every single cornball that i've had yeah um that's another event that i do I know. <laughs> um, to uplift people's spirits you know um we have aviana um and then we have iman who is one of the queens out of uh, san Diego state yeah how we is have it a now yeah, that's a that sounds like an amazing cast, and I'm sure it's going to be a freaking amazing show. How uh, how is it putting the numbers together now? Like for you personally, doing it over viral instead of just going out and lip singing, because now you have to think about what's going to be behind yeah. you and all that. Yeah, stuff. And see, at first, when when everything first started, like you know. Um, I want to say, from what I know, it was like Bitch Pudding was one of the first people who started like yeah. a Twitch live thing. And then No See No Shade, I think I was like, for San Diego, I was like next, you know, and then yeah. Dream Girls did their thing. Um, and then like Whips and Furs did their thing. I but love Whips and Furs when they used to do Whips that. Whips oh. started there. Yeah. I was just like, oh, we have to like step our pussies up because yeah. with Whips and Furs, it's like everyone on that cast is like so creative. And for me and like my Twitch show, I would just put up a backdrop and just do some live stuff. Yeah. And so I'm like, yeah, I'm like, you know, I need to get up on my stuff. Now I do photography and I've always wanted to do videography and I feel like I'm being forced to learn. (laughs) (laughs) That's what Um, happened when we went, when we started doing this, that we, me and producer Rob were like, Oh no, now we have to learn video. We just mastered doing audio for the podcast. And now we have to learn a whole new medium. But yeah. you got to do what you got to do with, with everything that's so, changing. So uh, had me um, uh, booked for her tea party that uh, sadly did not uh, yeah. come to fruition. I, but it was a food theme. Yeah. And I'm a big bitch that likes to eat. <laughs> and um, also, too, you actually make meals and put them out in the community I for do. people to buy and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, I and Mexican Eric, who's one of the hosts on our show, he has gotten your food, I think, twice now. Um, yeah, and he raves about it. And then I was trying to get it on Friday when you had mole and you were sold out by the time I went to go get it. So apparently, it's amazing. <laughs> I do what I do. I, um, no, I mean, I, I, I do like to cook. Yeah. Um, and like I, I didn't need like some type of income, you know. Um, and and all of this kind of started once I got my stimulus check, yeah. low key. I was like, <laughs> how can I uh, profit off of this? So I'm a hustler. I've been a hustler all my life. Um, I started working when I was 16 at Chuck E. Cheese, and yeah. I've never, sorry, woo, I never not stopped working. I always found like some type of little thing, whatever. So this is just my little thing to do. It's called Quarantine Kitchen. Like, the quarantine. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so, yeah. So that's that's another thing. Yeah. Um, but, you know, and it, it, it's funny because my roommates make fun of me because I'm a black person that cooks a lot of Mexican food. Yeah. <laughs> and it looks good, Mexican food, too. Like, I, I mean, I grew up in Logan Heights, you know. There I you went go. to... Elementary. I went to Martin Luther King Chavez Elementary. Um, you know, I went to San Diego High. I went to Memorial. So I was like, 
like Mario Logan, Logan Heights, Sherman Heights is like, you know, my thing. And then I used, yeah. I used to work at Loki's Mexican restaurant for four years. Oh, wow. So it's, like, it, it's just like, it's, it's my, it's, you know, it's, it is what it's it is. It's just stomping you know, grounds. Parents, That's where you grew up. Yeah. Wow. How did, I've always city. wanted to ask you this. How did you come up with strawberry corn cakes for your name? For your dragon? So name? I didn't. Who, how um, did that come about? So I used to go by my dragon was going to be La Mariposa 619. <laughs> so I, I love that. <laughs> I have a butterfly tattoo here. Yeah. And then I have a butterfly tattoo on my leg. And I love Mariah Carey. So La Mariposa. They just add in the 619 because. San Diego. San Diego, that's where my county is. Um, so it was that, but when I used to um when I used to work at Pokies, um my coworkers would like make my like uh, not make fun of my name, but like make uh like little things off my name. So like for instance, my Instagram name uh was changed to Corn Tortillas because they used to call me Corn Tortillas, you know, and then I, I dyed my hair pink and my coworker would call was calling me strawberry shortcake. And then one of the cooks in the back was like, no, that's strawberry corn cakes. And you're like, so I boom, changed God. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, but, uh, but at this time I didn't even start drag. I didn't, oh. I, drag was not even in my like site, but I changed my Instagram name to strawberry corn cakes oh. as of like uh, play on everything corn, you know, because yeah. people call me corn nuts, corn dog, like corn, <laughs> like everything, you know, throughout or my like corn. life. <laughs> yeah, just corn, right? Um, and then when I started drag, I kind of went, I went to Instagram and Facebook, and I was like La Mariposa or Strawberry Corn Cakes, and then my, La Mariposa actually got two more votes than Strawberry Corn Cakes, but I was like, I do not want to be explaining to people that don't speak Spanish what La Mariposa is. Yeah. Like, that's going to be too much. They're going to be like, huh? What? <laughs> yeah, Strawberry Cakes is, like, very catching. So, like, I just stuck with that. I, li- I like it. That It's it's a unique drag name for sure. And it stands <laughs> out. I love it. People, oh, my God. People used to, like, fuck it up so much. And, like, yeah. the one time, like, one time uh, Chad Michaels called me Strawberry Cornflakes. And I was like... Do I correct Chad Michael? Or do I, I just know, let her do, call? I, do I just or just let her let her do it? And I was like, well, I was like, no. I was like, uh, it's corn cakes. She was like, oh, sorry. Oh, corn cakes. Like for like the first two years, they were always like, yeah. Cornflakes. So I'm like, no, bitch. I don't yeah. flake. <laughs> oh gosh. But yeah, there was. Did you see um the protest that just happened here in San Diego? I want to say it was yeah. last night. Or the night before, where there were just thousands. Yeah, it was insane. It was amazing was to see all those people, huh? Yeah, I said that, uh, that was beautiful. Yeah, I was going to ask you how did how does that feel watching watching all these people come out and support and be really behind uh, the movement good. right now? Yeah, it, it feels good. It, it it's needed and it's important. Um, I personally have not gone to any protests. Um, my uh i'm kind of like really still paranoid with covid and like corona but it's very much a thing um i actually had two people that i know pass away from it oh no Uh, another one is still in rehabilitation and another one has survived it um but 
you know, which I'm very happy about that. So it's, it, it is still scary for me. Um, I have not, we have not had like anyone over at our house for like, I normally have like little dinner parties and stuff like that, little like movie yeah. nights, but I'll set that out. And, you know, even with me, it took me so long to try to find a job during this mm-hmm. pandemic because, you know, I've been scared. So to be out at the protest with thousands and thousands and thousands of people yeah. is scary to me. Yeah. Um, so that's why I'm just like kind of staying away, but I've been doing a lot of my protesting online, mm-hmm. um, which a lot of people should be, but I, I feel like I can't speak for anyone else. You yeah. know, um, the only people that I've, uh, have like policed with their, uh, support were the bars and clubs that I perform at. Yeah. Um, because I feel like they should be showing support because, uh, you know, performers within the yeah. community. And, there. and, and, and if these are the places that I call home, mm-hmm. then they need to be supporting. But I mean, for everyone that are out protesting, like literally right now, this minute, you know, while we're doing this, people are protesting. Um, you know, I just say thank you, you know, um, because as black people, we've been fighting this fight. Like we've been fighting this fight for so long. Mm-hmm. So to see the support from so many people, ethnicities, races, whatever, walks of life, it does feel nice that we like have support. Not finally have support because we've been having the support, but it's like it's never been like this. And even like with my parents, they're from Kansas City, Missouri. They moved out of Kansas City, Missouri because of the racism. Yeah. So for them to be like, you know, seeing it like this, you know, seeing the support to this level, it does make them feel some type of way. Like they feel very like happy and, you know, finally, you know, it's like finally the world is kind of like turning, you know, on its own. But at the same time, and I don't, I don't want to be like Miss Negative Nancy, but I just need people to understand that though we have so much support and people are speaking their voices and standing up for us and, you know, checking in on us and everything like that. It's, you know, as black people, we're still going to be hated by the racist, mm-hmm. you know, if not even much more now with all the people who are looting and rioting, you know, black, white, Mexican, whoever the looters are, they are kind of like, you know, kind of making it worse for us. Cause once this is all over, you know, let's say in a month from now, there's no more protests that mm-hmm. all the police, you know, that need to be charged are charged and et cetera, et cetera. You know, let's say once all these things kind of go back to normal, we're still going to be hated yeah. because of the color of our skin. Yeah. So this fight is not going to stop after the protests, you know, no tea, no shade. But, you know, the white people that are, you know, uh, help, you know, sh- showing their voices and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. They're going to go back to their, you know, everyday life. Mm-hmm. And then we're still going to have to keep fighting this fight yeah. every day. Walking outside of my house with makeup and a wig on is me protesting, you know. And I still live in Logan Heights, you know. Like, when I when I go outside to get my Uber to go to the show, I have these little, like, cholos out here that are, like, laughing at me while I get in this Uber. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And where I live, I grew up. Yeah. You know? So... The protesting and everything is is beautiful and it's wonderful right now, but it's like I just want people to know that, and I just understand that as Black people, we're still gonna have to be fighting this a month from now, a year from now, ten years from now. Yeah, you know, 
And hopefully people people understand that and go, yeah. even though when it does ca- calm down, that they're still fighting, that they're still yeah. doing something to keep to keep the movement moving forward instead yeah. of getting stagnant and staying where it is like it has in the past. Yeah. And I'm hoping yeah. this time around it clicks with more people and people just yeah. keep fighting. And I know right now Bashi's out at the process. I think he's actually in the... He's calling in to give us an update of the protest and how Is it's he? going. Yeah, so we're going to cut to him really quick um, and get an update from Bashi. And then we're going to come cool. back really, really quick um, and talk about some more stuff and how people can get involved in all of that yeah. stuff. So, Robbie, if he's there, let's see if he's there. There he is. I think that's him. Bash. There he is. Hi, Bash. Can we hear him? Look at oh, at least he's, he's covering his face. How are you? Good. How is it out um, there at the protest? Where are you at? How is it looking? The crowd and everything. We're, yeah, we're at the corner of Normal and University where the pride flag is. Um, it's just wrapping up around here, but everything's gone on with the, off without a hitch. And... I think everybody's getting ready to just hear some speakers at this point. Oh, nice. But there's about 3,000 people around here. What? So, good turnout. Wow. How is how is the crowd? How is the march? How is the energy and all that out there? Um, I can't take credit for going the whole way. Chris and Frank went all the way up from downtown. Yeah, but people looking, they're... they're obviously hot and a little bit tired but the energy is still super high up and it's it's all good over here so wow it's just this is day three the second one that i've been in and i can't i've never seen anything like this in san diego yeah it's insane but it's so needed and so needs to be happening right now which is great well i'm glad you called in and checked in and gave us an update it looks like there's a lot of people it's kind of a spur of the moment. Hang on, let me see if I could switch my camera and you guys can see better. Hang on. Oh, that's a lot of people. So, anyway, cool. yeah. Yay. Well, I'm glad you called in and gave us an update. Um, and we'll see you next week. We're back to our normal show. Yep. <laughs> so we'll, we'll see you back. next week. <laughs> Bye. Okay. Be careful. Be safe out there. Bye. <laughs> Bye, guys. Look at how young he is in that picture. <laughs> There's Strawberry. <laughs> so, yeah, we checked in with him. There's a lot of people out there right now. And they're, um, which is great because I always worried like it'll start dying down, but this this keeps going and going, which is what needs to what needs to happen. So I wanted, I know there's a lot of people who who can't go out and protest, whether they're physically not able to or work or Mm -hmm. they're concerned about coronavirus, especially older people and people at high risk. But there are many, many ways that people can get involved and donate and all Mm -hmm. that. And one of the big ways is 
going June 26 to Plaque Drag Magic on Facebook. Watch it live. Yeah. You guys, the money that Corn Cakes and all of them are going to be raising is going for a great cause. So that is one definite way you can get involved yeah. and donate money. Um, there's a, And you can always go to um, the Black Lives Matter movement homepage. And yeah. they have so much information. And it's a great organization. And the, the organization actually was founded in 2013 after um, mm-hmm. George Zimmerman was accused of or acquitted of all the charges. I, for the, uh, I know. <laughs> acquitted of all the charges of the killing of, um, I'm going to freak out his name, Trevor Martin. Martin. Yeah. So that's when they started. And they've just been going strong. And they've been a really big voice with this and really getting it out there and really helping with the protests and doing all of that. So if you want to go onto their webpage, which we have it up on the screen, you can donate to them too. Um, That's one organization. Another one is Reclaim the Block, which was founded in 2018. And Reclaim the Block is an organization in Minneapolis um, community and council members to move funds from the hands of the police to other areas across the city budget to help um, Mm -hmm. minorities and all that. So that's another great um, organization you can get involved with um, if you're in that area. And then another one is Black Visions Collective, which I really like. If you if you go on their webpage, read what they're about. It's another great organization that's out there that you guys can donate your time, donate money yeah. to. Um, and they were founded in 2017. And they, they focus on um, Black influencers in the Twin Cities and just getting the community developed out there. And the other one, which I think is really important right now is beam um, is another organization and they focus on mental health and emotional health within the black which community. Is like a big, big, yeah. big, big, big thing, you know, um, mental health. And, you know, it's, it's almost like it, it's, it's heightened with all of this, you know, and it, yeah. it's crazy, crazy, crazy. First, you know, Corona and then now this, you know, so it's like a lot of people who need, you know, mental health resources is like, you know, please reach out and like, you know, get that. Yeah. For how have you dealt with it? Like how has your mental health been, been through all of this and how do you cope with it? Like you personally, like what tools do you use? Um, If you were to give advice to anybody. Well, Go back, Rob. With me in particular, yeah. Um, I guess you could say I'm a very, uh, I'm I'm very strong. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for my mental health, I guess you could say I'm a bit strong. You know, I know. Uh, so like, okay, bitch, like you know, if, if whenever I feel some type of way, whenever I feel damn it, because I have to be strong for other people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, I feel like people do like look up to me for, you know, for advice and for this and for that to to vent. And I get that from, from my dad, my dad, like on our block, he was like the block therapist, you know, although my dad was going through so much, my dad has been disabled since I was like five years old, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So we've been living in poverty for like a very long time, but no matter what, he still has been that strong person for so many people. And I feel like that's kind of like what I, you know, am. so I kind of, you know, have to have like in my brain, like everything's going to be okay. You're going to, you know, get through this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I do have my moments where I would like get emotional, 
like I said, I snap out of it. And it's like, I, it's kind of scary uh, for myself because I have not like cried, you know, yeah. throughout this like whole, you know, pandemic with COVID or um, uh, with, you know, like the whole Black Lives Matter movement. Mm-hmm. Um, but not only, uh, really quick, just, I just want to say this, not only if this is a Black Lives Matter movement and, uh, you know, issue, it's a police brutality mm-hmm. issue because, yes, Black lives do matter, but we're not the only ones that are being affected and being abused by the police brutality. So that's what I just wanted to say really quick. Um, but yeah, so for people that are going through a little mental health, you know, something is all, all I have to say, you know, just like try to reach out to a friend and to all the people that know people that do suffer with, you know, anxiety and mental health issues, mm-hmm. check up on them. Um, I know it's a lot. It's a lot. It's, it's a lot. Happening is a lot, yeah. you know, but, and I do appreciate everyone that has checked up on me. Um, you know, I, I haven't been doing, I haven't been doing so well with checking up on people, but I do like, you know, go on their social media, see what's up, like see what they're doing. Like, okay, cute. Okay, cute. They're good. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I know how it feels to be bombarded with. Yeah. Questions. Are you okay? How are you doing? It's like, ah, like I let me just, let me just focus, you know? So I, I understand um, how that is. Um, and it's like, a lot of people do just want to like continue living their life. Mm-hmm. Okay, am I still in frame? Yeah, you're good. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, people want to continue living their life, you know, how it was before this. And I know it, it's hard to, and it's like, it's hard to wrap your mind around what's happening yeah. that can make people go a little you know a little crazy, crazy you know? yeah a little yeah. crazy yeah not crazy in a bad way you know mm. but just just like you know ah so it's, it's change it's in some people yeah. don't handle change well it's change with covid we had to change the way we do things and now yeah. it's change with the way a lot of people think their think pattern yeah. on race yeah. and with the black lives movement, it's change. And a, a lot of people yeah. are scared of change and a lot of people don't do well with change. Yeah. Um, and I think that goes for everybody and it's 2020 has been a year. I mean, yeah. so I, I agree with you. Check up on those friends that need it, that, that are out yeah. there. I mean, that's, that's one way, one way you can help, help each other out there is just yeah. check up on each and also other. Really quick, um, for the people who can't donate to some of these organizations, um, one of the most important things is to sign the petitions. Mm-hmm. So if you follow me on Instagram or whatever, 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 you, you'll see that. Um, well, right now on my Instagram in my bio, the link is for this podcast. But before that, <laughs> there was a link to um, a bunch of petitions that can be yeah. signed, which will go back to being that after uh, today. Um, so, you know, you can follow me at strawberry underscore corn cakes and there's, uh, there's going to be a link in my bio of just, uh, places that you could just sign a petition and it takes literally seconds, yeah. seconds to sign this, these petitions. And it's like, there's so many, so many, so many other things that are happening that have not, that have been swept under the rug mm-hmm. and like people, um, I know we're going off on a little tangent, but it still kind of all yeah. happens. Someone messaged me the other day um, and they were like, please don't be mad at me. 
please don't think that I don't support Black Lives Matter because I do. And But if you do want to unfollow me, I understand. But I have a question. I'm like, okay, well, let's have a conversation. I'm like, yeah. what's up? And they're like, how long do these protests need to continue to happen for so that America can get it? Like, how, how much longer, you know? And I'm like, uh, I'm like, don't, don't be mad because, or, or don't think that I'm going to be mad because I have that same question too. Mm-hmm. How long are, are we going to have to keep protesting? Now, he may have asked that question because he's tired of, you know, seeing all the, which that too, I do understand because people aren't used to this because like I said, for black people, we live this every day. So this is not nothing new. So for people that don't live this every day to see this, just, you know, get, it's like a slap in the face, you know, it's, it's a lot. And, you know, my thing to him was just like, you know, it'll, it'll hopefully stop once, you know, these police officers stop, you know, this police brutality because racism is never, is never going to go away flat out. It's never going to go away. And, but one thing that could be fixed by this protesting is police being accountable for their actions, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, So that's why the protests keep continuing. So it's like, if you don't want to go out and protest, if you don't want to go and donate petitions, yeah. Signing let's, you know, bring up, you know, bring up awareness to all this all these things. And a lot of, another thing is like, you know, calling, you know, the congressman in your city, in your state, blah, 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 blah. You know, like call these people that actually, you know, um, are the ones that are making these decisions on what these police officers can do mm-hmm. and what they're, you know, what they're being held accountable for. Yeah. Um so yeah. but no i have to agree and i think the thing the takeaway from that is you said when this person came on and came to ask you a question you had said okay well let's have this conversation and i think that's a lot of what i i've been seeing is people are having conversations that are usually uncomfortable for them but with what what's happening right now it's forcing people to have these maybe difficult conversations like with their family or yeah. with their friends and stuff. And I mean, yeah. I've seen posts on, um, what's it called, on Facebook about it. And especially when people go off about All Lives Matter, that just pisses me off to no end. And uh, did, did you see that little uh, meme or whatever that I posted on Instagram? Which which one? <laughs> You've been posting like that stuff, which is great. Right. Hold on. Let me. But I did want to, because I know I've, I've, kind of heard it and seen posts from especially an older generation of let's say within the hispanic community um not understanding the black lives matter movement and yeah. Calling it. Yeah, oh yes yeah <laughs> so right there perfect my leg yeah that explains a part what about my leg well your legs yeah. are broken right now fine yeah but um, Rain or Shine, another drag queen here in San Diego, she had a post on her yeah. Facebook of how she had the conversation with her mom and explaining yeah. um, Black Lives Matter and how all lives cannot matter until Black Lives until Matter. Black lives and the way she broke it down was just so to the point, very understandable for people. Um, so yeah. there's no excuse. Am I like how I look at it? There's no excuse for people to say all lives matter. Like it's explained in 
very simple terms why it's Black Lives Matter. And I yeah. just think I just think people just need to keep educating, keep having the conversations yeah. and yeah. all of that. And just get out there, whether you can protest, protest or go donate or get involved with one of the the organizations we talked, or even going online and supporting your show on the 26th yeah. and yeah. doing it that way. There's many ways to get involved and keep yeah. the movement going way after yeah. the protests stop and just keep it going so that people don't yeah. lose sight of it. Because I think if we've, if the change starts with, with this movement, with the black community, it's going to trickle down yeah. to the other ones that maybe yeah. are not at the point where the black community is. But they're going to be there yeah. someday, and they're going to need everybody's help, too. But exactly. hopefully this is going to start that chain reaction. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, And I, I do hope that um, you guys, that people, whoever's watching right now, can tune in mm-hmm. on June 26th. Um, you know, follow me on Instagram. Follow uh, Amber St. James. Follow Kixie. You know, uh, follow Adonis. Landa Pussy. Follow all these things that I'm saying yeah. uh, so that you could find out you know when the show is going to be uploaded where and etc it is going to be on facebook live and i believe it might be also live um on youtube uh as well um you know just show these black performers some love show them that they're appreciated show them that they matter um you know because for performers we're emotional people you know extremely emotional people (laughs) yes i know trust me So it's like, eh. so it's like, just make us feel appreciated and wanted. And like I said, uh, the proceeds will be going to a black organization. And it's funny because they don't know yet because we literally just uh, decided last night. Yeah. yeah, um, Who we're going to donate to. So if you guys are watching San Diego LGBT Black Coalition, you guys are going to (laughs) be our... Beneficial, yeah, whatever yeah. that word is. <laughs> but yeah, I'm so glad we got to chat today and you came on the show. You got to yeah. come back and co host the show when we're like getting into RuPaul and all of that. Oh, yeah. And we're having a cup of cocktails. Yeah. That would be so yeah, much okay. fun. <laughs> Give me a cocktail and yeah. we're going to be on the show for hours. I know, right? <laughs> That's usually how it goes once we start drinking. It's just like, rah, right. rah, everybody's everybody's talking and gets yeah. a loose tongue. But I do want to thank you for uh, giving me the opportunity to come on your show, yes, to come on your absolutely. platform. And thank you for, uh, you know, sharing the wealth and spreading the gospel. Yeah, everybody's got to do their part somehow, <laughs> any way they can do it. Yeah. So. Hi, and one more time, how do people find you, Strawberry, and how do they see the show on the 26th? Give them the rundown one more time so we make sure it's out there and you guys go and watch. Watch this shit. <laughs> um, so you can find me on Instagram at strawberry underscore corncakes. You can also follow Amber St. James and also follow Kixie Vixen Styles. Um, I'm not sure if there's any underscores in their yeah. stuff, but I'm sure you guys will find a way to link it below and all that YouTube stuff. Um, and we will be just promoting the show through there. Um, and yeah, well, definitely we're going to be having it on YouTube and Facebook Live. Yeah, it'll be fun. I know we'll be tuned in and supporting. Yeah. So it'll be really cool. Um, everybody, this week, this episode would probably drop for all of our podcast listeners um, by this weekend. Then we have Nikki Paris's episode dropping next week. And then the whole gang will be back together. Hopefully next Saturday, if schedules allow. 
um, to right. do a regular show. And then I know Strawberry's going to come back and host the show once we figure out scheduling. I'm ready. Right? <laughs> It'll be a lot of fun. Um, but you can find the podcast at Who Invited Her underscore podcast on Instagram. We are Who Invited Her SD on Twitter and Facebook. You can email us at the gang at whoinvitedher.net. We love hearing for, from everybody. And all of the organizations we named today will be on our website, along with the link to um, Strawberry's show on the 26th, Black Drag Magic. All of that will be on our website, so you can get information there. Um, yeah, and thank you so much, Strawberry, for joining me today. It's Thank been fun. You. <laughs> and today, you guys, we're just leaving you with our normal closing song. I like this song. It's upbeat. It gives everybody energy. And go out. Do what you need to do for the movement that is happening right now in America. And we will see you guys all next week. Bye. Bye.